Hello, sweet, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Badass Bohemian Podcast. I am Madeline, your host, and I am so honored and excited to witness you in your light as you ignite the little fire that's burning in your belly that is pointing you to your purpose. We are here to connect with the badass, the power, the structure, the aligned action, the practical application of the self-development work. We are embodying the badass energy, my friends, and, and can't forget, we're connecting with the bohemian, the divine feminine, the flow, the intuition, the creativity, the spirituality all that makes us the beautiful contrast of the masculine and feminine energies within. We also connect to our energy systems, the chakras, and we just learn to live a life from the heart space, a life that reflects our truth. And I am so grateful to be here with you all. We dive into conscious conversations ranging from topics such as energy work, you guessed it. We talk about yoga, holistic modalities, We talk about conscious conversations, all things self-development and spirituality with a mix of astrology, human design, and just all the things. Okay, sweet friends, permission to be multifaceted here. I am an energy worker, yoga instructor, cacao community creatress, meaning I help and support you and communities in connecting with your heart space, aligning your energy and leading from love. I'm so honored to be here with you and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. So thank you for your presence. Thank you for your energy. And I love you so much. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, sweet, beautiful loves, and welcome to the Badass Bohemian Podcast. I am Madeline, and it is such a pleasure to be here with you today. And oh, get ready, get ready, my loves, for a very powerful transmission that comes through in this episode today. We have the blessing of having Mackenzie and Michael McPherson on. They are the co-founders of Cacao with a K, Ceremonial Drinking Chocolate. They are on a mission to restore the heart in every area of life. That is relationship, business, money, community, and beyond. Mackenzie is the author of How to Lead a Badass Business from the Heart. And Michael is the author of Everything You Never Learned About Sex, a book about sacred sexuality and using your sex energy. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in, my loves. And I invite you now to go grab a cup of cacao. And if if that's not available in your immediate proximity, then perhaps you pause this and come back at a later time. It would just be really powerful for you to drop in with cacao with us in this conversation. And if you are someone who is cacao curious and never even sat with cacao, then that's okay. We welcome everyone and perhaps this will inspire you to go order your own or join me in ceremony, join us, join community in ceremony. It would be an absolute honor to be with you and hold that space with you and 
For me personally, I do offer one-on-one cacao clearing sessions. So it would be an absolute pleasure and just would absolutely love if you didn't know i would absolutely love to um to connect with you in that way in a one-on-one session or an upcoming ceremony all the links are in the show notes i'm not going to bore you with any more talk on that because we're gonna just let you dive right in open your heart and be in receivership of this conversation okay thank you to mackenzie and michael the beautiful souls who birthed cacao and yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna hit that play my friends let's go and drop in i love you so much so i'm here with fellow c positive blood type humans (laughs) c positive we are c positive cacao positive in our blood it's running through our bloodstreams oh so grateful thank you so much for being here Hello, sweet loves, and welcome to the Badass Bohemian Podcast. I am so deeply honored to be sitting alongside some angels in human form. They are truly just, mm, it's such a blessing. So we get to have a magical cacao conversation with the, mm, just the embodiment of cacao and the founders of Cacao with a K, and As many of you in this community are aware, Cacao with a K is quite literally the most beautiful community brand initiative, and it is such an honor to be a custodian of this medicine and to be be of service in this way and to be witness to some amazing amazing beautiful souls who have birthed this company into the world and yeah they are just I'm so excited for you all to get to hear from them hear their story hear the origin of cacao and how she came to be and there's just so much that we get to dive into today so I'm actually at the home of Mackenzie and Michael, and they are really just so generous for opening their hearts and opening their home and allowing this conversation to take place today. So we're going to drop in with Cacao, and I'm going to pass the mic over for Michael to open up the space (laughs) and just drop us into our hearts. So... Beautiful, totally unexpected, and I love that we all get to drop in together. Hello, everybody. My name is Michael. I am the co-founder of Cacao Ceremonial Drinking Chocolate. And if you have your cacao right now, why don't you just go ahead and take it into your hands and start to tune in. Maybe start to feel into the warmth of the cacao. Take some of the scent in through your nose, breathing it in. Nice big inhale and exhale, starting to ground your energy into your body and come home to the center of yourself. And as we invite this medicine into our body, we just give our deepest gratitude to the spirit of cacao, the way in which she weaves through our lives, connects us all together through this heart string, this golden thread between all of our hearts bringing in our soul family, our fractal lines, bringing us all together in one place for healing, for creativity, for play, 
and for transformation. We are so grateful for all the ways in which you've already changed our lives and all the ways you will continue to as we move forward from this time and space. And we give our deepest gratitude to the cacao itself for the journey, this long and incredible journey it had to go on to be with us, in this case, here in Sedona, but with you wherever you are in the world. Just pouring your love into cacao from the tree to the fruit, to the beans, to the hands that opened up the cacao pods and started the fermentation process. For the people that were involved all along the way to take cacao to the facility where it could be processed and then to transport it all across the world, whether it's here in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, or the UK and Europe. We are all a part of this living prophecy of cacao. That when human beings become disconnected from nature and nature within them, cacao leaves the rainforest to restore balance and bring people out of their heads and into their hearts. That is the prophecy we are all living in, and we are so grateful to be such a beautiful and magnetic part of that. So right now, with your intention in mind, calling forth your personal intention for this experience of this podcast... Just invite you to bring that intention down from your head and drop it ever so effortlessly into your heart. And from this place, together in ceremony, this ceremony is officially open, as is this podcast recording. Wow, so divine. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. She frothy. <laughs> <laughs> and she sat there for a while. Too. She sat and collected some magic while we were um <laughs> while we were activating technology. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you for opening this space, Michael, and thank you for your energy and presence and, yeah, just facilitating so much healing. So I'll give a little background on how it connected with these beautiful souls, and then we will dive into hear their journey and connection with this medicine and initiation into this work. So Cacao entered my life. Personally, I'm not going to talk too much about my journey, but, you know, cacao was in my life starting in college. I went to a yoga and mushrooms event, but it it was called Yoga on Shrooms, but it was cacao with adaptogenic shrooms. And I was like, wow, Trevor Hall playing on the yoga playlist and just dropped in deeper than probably ever before in yoga. And didn't think much like, oh, cacao is like, I didn't think much of what cacao brought forward in that experience, but just knew the experience was powerful. And then read the book Yoga Girl by by Rachel Brayton, and she had a cacao recipe. And so I started just like working with cacao here, there, and then 
co-hosted a retreat in Sedona in November of whatever year that was, 2021, I believe. Yeah. And then was starting to be in ceremony and respecting cacao for the medicine. And then when I sat in ceremony with you two beautiful souls in Scottsdale and I believe that was the opening of your tour. Okay, so that was the opening of your world tour. And cacao was in my ear like, you need to be with this healing. Like she was just, and sitting in ceremony with you two, I was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) This is a powerful, powerful healing modality. And... I just remember feeling so activated in my sacral and feeling like the creative energy was being just so brought to the surface and then getting to witness the connection that takes place through cacao was so, so powerful. And so that's where the relationship with cacao just began to deepen and deepen and deepen and starting to feel the essence and the spirit of cacao and we would love to know your initiation and I'm going to kick it over to Mackenzie and hear your initiation into cacao and your journey with her. All right, let's do this. I love hearing your story, by the way, bits that I didn't know. And that's so powerful that you got to get exposed to this in college of all places. That's so cool. And it's refreshing to also know that our tour, you know, lit up various light workers on this planet especially you it's been so beautiful to witness your journey since then and and to be in your life so we're honored to be here with you where to start so in for me i always start in 2014 because that's when i had my dark night of the soul actually when i was living in phoenix and I was just really lost. I I didn't know what was happening to me. I had had a, quite a traumatic experience that I think shook me up enough on a cellular level that I was starting to get present to emotion for the first time. And in that, I, I labeled myself as depressed and labeled myself even as like suicidal just because I was having deeper, darker emotions that I'd ever had. I'd never let myself even feel sadness or grief, um, let alone these deeper emotions. So thankfully, this random roommate came into my life via Craigslist, and she introduced me to mirror therapy. And mirror therapy via like videos by Louise Hay specifically, And in that, I started in the mirror therapy that I really took on as per her guidance, I started to really heal my inner child and get present to how much trauma I had from my mother and my father that I had never addressed. And all that trauma had been showing up in my personal relationships. And it was to a point where my journey needed to start, my healing journey needed to begin. So the mirror therapy, the inner child work was really powerful. And I started journaling, reading more books, Marion Williamson, Gabriel Bernstein, um, The Four Agreements. And I then, within maybe a month or so of 
these earlier healing experiences, I got invited to my first plant medicine ceremony, which was up here in Sedona, actually. I was invited to an ayahuasca ceremony that night. Like, I got a call that morning. Do you want to go to this ayahuasca ceremony? There's two spots. I had never heard of ayahuasca um, when this presented itself, so I'd never looked it up, didn't Google it, didn't know anything about it. And for some reason, I just felt this yes. So I said yes, came up, and as cliche as it sounds, it really did change my life, and it really connected me to my light more than I ever had. It also connected me to my sense of purpose and recognizing that my purpose is in all of our purpose is rooted in our being versus our doing. And that was revolutionary. And there was so much else in that ceremony. However, um, I really fell in love with plant medicine because of this experience. And then the following experiences, I started just devoting my life to this path of awakening and healing through ayahuasca and I started yearning for more knowledge of what is it that I'm experiencing I wanted to know more about shamanism and other plants and anthropology and I started reading about this like about I don't know maybe six months into my healing with ayahuasca I started reading more and I started seeing the word cacao like pop off the page And leading up to that point, I had been in the holistic health industry. I was a holistic health coach and also in the fitness world. And so I'd heard of like raw cacao powder, you know, and was using it all the time in my smoothies. I even had like a smoothie recipe book when talked about the benefit of cacao in there. But I'm reading about like anthropology, shamanism, and plant medicine and healing. And I don't know. And so I'm not putting two in together. I'm like, I don't get it. Like cacao, I know chocolate but what do they mean? And so I just really started wanting to know more about this, started looking it up and then found that there was this guy named Keith in Guatemala. And he was known like maybe, I don't know if he named himself that or someone else named him the chocolate shaman. And this is in 2015, right? So that's like what, seven years ago now, Um, seven or eight years ago. I found him on the internet. I found his blog. He was talking about ceremonial grade cacao and no one else was talking about this. I couldn't find anything else on the internet about this. And I became fascinated with it and I wanted to order his blocks of cacao. So it was like 11 step process, super cryptic website. It took uh, nearly two months to get to me. It showed up in these brown paper and then plastic underneath bricks. And I was like, I know it's just chocolate, but I like hid it from the host of my Airbnb because I was like, it felt just really sketchy. So when they left one evening to go to dinner, I'm like, okay, tonight's the night. Before I go to yoga, I'm going to drink this cacao stuff. And I'd already been sitting with ayahuasca. So I, of course, knew like to invite the spirit of the plant in. I knew how to set my intention and treat it ceremonially. But because I had been working with so much ayahuasca, I definitely didn't believe that the chocolate would have this much power or as as much power as it ended up having. I drink the cacao and I literally felt my whole body vibrating. Like everything in my body was just lighting up. I ended up not even going to yoga that night because I just couldn't even, I was just in so much pure bliss. I just laid down on the mat and I just laid there and like received guidance and what felt like an upgrade. Um, 
And in that very first experience, I actually had a vision that I was not expecting. The vision was this white and gold dragon, which had been presenting herself in ayahuasca ceremonies, on a white and gold canister that said cacao with a K. And it said, you are going to bring this to the world. And I was like, that is so crazy. Like how is this literally just chocolate? And also I do not have time for that. <laughs> Lastly, I just drank this for the first time. What do you mean I'm going to bring this to the world? So it was not from my head. It was not from my mind. It was just a divine like vision and knowing so I thought maybe this is like a future premonition and I just set this aside. So this is November 2015. I go about my life and I start working cacao into my daily life. Not daily life, actually. I think I started working it twice or three times a week. And I started really integrating my ayahuasca ceremonies into my everyday life thanks to the cacao I started feeling more connected to like my heart to others to nature like I was noticing the trees more I was slowing down and I was feeling my creativity come online in a way I hadn't experienced yet so I was just like this is powerful stuff well, six months later, I was at a trade show working on my other business. It was a hummus company at the time. And I had one employee, which was really an intern. And we were at the Airbnb. And I, I drink my cacao for the morning. And I hear, go to Guatemala. It's time to go to Guatemala. And I was like, again, I do not have time for this or any money. I was literally in deep in credit card debt and very, very busy running this venture. But at this point, I knew I have to trust my inner guidance. Otherwise, it doesn't go well. So I just knew, okay, this is saying it's time to go to Guatemala. And it was like the cacao was saying, go to Guatemala and see if it's possible to bring true ceremonial grade cacao to the world in a way that still respects the integrity and the native strain. Like I, I was like, why is no one doing this yet? Because if it was possible, someone would be doing this. That's what I thought. So I thought it must just not be possible, but I heard go make sure. This story could probably go on for hours. So I'll, I'll just kind of cut this short for now. But essentially, I went to Guatemala and got sign after sign after sign from the universe. This is exactly what you're meant to be doing, and you're right on track and keep going. And within six months of that, was able to find a, a, the right source of cacao and start bringing this product to to others through a web like direct to e-commerce or e-commerce direct to customer um, in January of 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's so many other bits of the story, so many beautiful synchronicities, uh, so much healing, so much growth, transformation, and karma even that unfolded in that journey. Um, and then things though really, this was, again, I'll just say, this was a passion project. This was a very, very small side thing that like in my free time, I would scoop the cacao in canisters and put the canister in a box and ship it to the person. You know, it wasn't like, and, and I knew from the beginning, I want this to be a nonprofit. This, I'm not doing this for money. I had fallen in love with people in Guatemala. I just, I just wanted this to be a give back and it was a passion. But things really, really started 
going forward when Michael came into my life and we came into sacred union in June of 2017. Would you like Michael to share his story now? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> that's a different part. Wow. Wow. That was so much and so beautiful how you elaborate on the experience of bringing cacao into your life was so just synchronistic and sort of not planned but just like a venture of okay I'm listening to this sign listening to the call and it seems from the very beginning it was all channeled it was all divinely orchestrated and it took just an open heart for you to say okay um for some reason cacao is popping off the page and (laughs) and so we're gonna surrender to this message and Wow, I'm just honoring you for listening and having the courage to listen to the heart. And that's what this is all about, right? So, yeah. And to your, like, segue is the, you know, I'm so grateful to hear that, like, in your initiation, because I'm so familiar with the story of your union and the, the power of your union bringing cacao into the hearts of as many humans as possible and it's just such a beautiful story that you guys will never get sick of (laughs) so it inspires us all just hearing how cacao has connected you two and then led you to connect so many other souls around the world so yeah we'll just let's hear from michael about his initiation into cacao and this journey I do love this story, and I don't feel like it ever gets old, and there is so many more details that Mackenzie could have shared, and maybe she will at a different time, but I was first introduced to cacao through Mackenzie, and it definitely wasn't part of my plan. (laughs) The divine plan for sure, but not part of my plan. I had actually just gotten out of a previous relationship, and Mackenzie was good friends with the couple that I was living with at the time. She came for a weekend, and we had this rather awkward weekend together where I had just got out on my relationship. She was going through some, a stressful period in her life, and we were both experiencing feelings for each other, and neither one of us found the courage to express it. So terribly awkward two and a half days together. <laughs> And at the end of that two and a half days, Mackenzie decided that she was going to make cacao for the four of us. And so she did. And when she did, it just so happened that the other couple we were with at the time got in a little tiff, a little like argument. Again, divine inspiration took them off to the side. Mackenzie and I went to the couch together and she asked me with my cup of my cup of cacao in my hand, what's on my heart? And... That was the first time anybody had asked me that question so simply. People had asked me a lot of questions and expressed curiosity in me, but nobody had ever asked so simply, what's on your heart? To the point where I took my first sip of cacao and the impulse to tell her how I felt about her was so strong that I thought I might die if I don't do this right now. I was like, I have to tell her. I have to be totally transparent and honest with her right now. So I, w- I tested 
C positive. I had cacao <laughs> in my blood, and with cacao in my blood, there was no way. I was incapable of not telling the truth in that moment. And the truth was that I have feelings for you. And she was going to go back to L.A. that day. We were in Scottsdale at the time. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm unwilling to let you leave without exploring this with you, mm-hmm. without finding out what's going on between us. Mm-hmm. And so my initiation with cacao is synonymous with or synergistic with our relationship. They came at the exact same time because for me, our relationship really started in that moment. Yeah. And that was the first time I had ever had ceremonial gray cacao, my first sip. Now, some would argue that that was staged and planned. <laughs> and somebody had planned for cacao to be in my hands and for me to, you know, tap into my emotional body and be very vulnerable in that moment. Uh, and I do think it was staged and planned and orchestrated by the divine. And it's really set us on a trajectory uh, in our union to have started from such a simple and vulnerable and honest place. So then we got together, and I went to L.A. with her, got the last flight that very day on her, or the last ticket on her plane back to L.A., flew back to L.A. together, started our relationship, and my whole life changed in that moment. I was doing a lot of other things at the time. I was in Isagenics, I was, which is a network marketing company. I was in personal professional development. I was coaching other people at the time. And I was also working full-time in real estate. So I was busy. Yeah. Busy. (laughs) The bunny ear quotation marks. Mm -hmm. And when I met McKinsey, all of that changed. That's when my healing journey emotionally really started. Mm -hmm. And so when we got together, it was a huge invitation to just wipe the slate clean, to pause all of that, bring it to a close, because it really wasn't that meaningful to me. So to get honest about that. And to sit with myself and sit with all the unfinished business inside of me, with my relationships, my relationship with my family, my relationship to my career, where I wanted to go in life. And cacao really supported me in all of that. So I went from having so much on that I was scheduling my bathroom breaks to having nothing on (laughs) that I was like probably the most uncomfortable I had ever been up until that life, up until that point in my life. Because uh, I was very familiar with being busy and far less familiar with not having anything to do and being in stillness and silence and contemplation. So I would wake up every day. I would make a cup of cacao. I would sit at the desk that we had at the ground floor in our building or in our uh, work live space that we had at the time. And I would sit my cacao and I would just sit there, honestly. Sometimes I would write in my journal. Sometimes I would just let my thoughts flow freely other times I would just feel and there would be a lot of emotion for me to feel. It didn't make sense to me initially, but it does now because I was coming from a lifetime of repression. So there are a lot of things that I had held on or held on to inside of my body, a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. And cacao was really allowing me to tap into my emotional body and start to let some of those repressed emotions out. And again, that was terribly uncomfortable for me, especially as a man, seeing emotions as weak, seeing emotional expression as weak. And it didn't make sense to me just how much emotion was coming out of me. My, my mind, my brain couldn't make logical sense of it. So all of that made it terribly uncomfortable. 
but I did it anyways, and cacao was facilitating that process for me. I was actually learning how to feel. I'd always like, you know, oh, I feel my test, my chest is tight. Oh, I have like tension in my body. I feel stress, but I couldn't actually say, oh, I'm, I feel sad right now, or I just feel a little vulnerable. I didn't even have the ability to connect with that part of myself. So connect. Cacao is helping me reconnect with my emotional body and actually even be able to give language to what I was feeling to then be able to communicate it to another person, this person being my beloved at the time. So then once I had sat in stillness for long enough, I think Cacao deemed me worthy to receive some sort of guidance. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's getting pretty lonely down here. Uh, you know, it's been it's been quiet and still for months now. <laughs> I think something should happen. I'm really hoping something will happen soon. And then it did. I inevitably heard the voice, what I think, what I believe is the voice of the spirit of cacao that was inspiring me to figure out how to make this stuff, how to make drinking chocolate. And so I went on this huge inspired investigation process, looking at what equipment was used, looking at how it was done traditionally, how it was sourced, how we could do it if we wanted to. And that began the whole next level expression of cacao, mm-hmm. which I'll pause there and see if you want to get into that or if you want to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, cacao, she is powerful. And she has united you both obviously in union and so grateful for spirit cacao uniting us together in this room and you speak to both of you speak to the sort of creation energy she brings about and also the clarity that cacao can bring when working with the spirit of cacao and she really does know how to clear anything from your path that is like not here for you and really guide you on the journey. So when we are able to open, and that's what cacao can lead us to, is dropping into our bodies, like you said, our emotional bodies, and being able to feel and transcend old pains and traumas and so much. And she allows us to surrender and would love to... We'll definitely dive deeper into the connection to the land and the integrity that cacao with a K holds. And we're going to put a pin in that because I want to first speak to the abundance of healing benefits that cacao has for our mind, body, spiritual wellness. So I'd love to hear from both of you if we can kind of integrate the science and spirituality of cacao and yeah, let's just hear from you. Yeah, I suppose we can start with the science and then we'll get into the spiritual aspects of it. Uh, but cacao really has some beautiful science behind it, beautiful plant compounds that interact with human physiology in an extraordinary way. One of my favorite plant compounds that's found in cacao is called anandamide. It's actually a Sanskrit word meaning the bliss molecule, which is what elicits or partly what elicits the 
sensation or the feeling of bliss when you're working with truly ceremonial gray cacao. So if you're listening and you've had ceremonial gray cacao, then you probably know that feeling, right? When you take your first sip or you finish your first cup, you're elated, you feel uplifted, you feel very blissful. That in part is due to the compound called anandamide. There's also theobromine, which comes from the scientific name theobroma cacao. Theobromine is another really cool compound that's, you could say it's a cousin molecule to caffeine, but where caffeine is a pretty heavy central nervous system stimulant, meaning you know it can give us the shakes, it can give us the crash once the caffeine or the effects of the caffeine leave our system. Theobromine is a heart stimulant. So we all know cacao to be heart medicine, right? Well, there's actual science behind that. Theobromine actually increases the contractility of your heart, increases blood circulation throughout your body. So there's another like, you know, scientific and spiritual connection right there. Um, and because it's a heart stimulant, you don't get the same stimulation in the same way if it was a central nervous system stimulant. And you also don't get the crash or the jitters or anything like that afterwards. It also increases blood flow to your brain. So you can increase cognition, uh, focus, especially if you're working on some kind of creative endeavor. It's a really beautiful uh, partner for creativity to allowing you to focus on your creative project or whatever you're working on. There is tryptophan. Tryptophan is the only precursor to a compound called serotonin. Serotonin is the feel-good molecule. Uh, it's what everyone associates with antidepressants. Uh, but serotonin in the body actually works mostly or primarily in the digestive system to elicit a feeling of feeling good. And so uh, cacao having a concentration of um, tryptophan equals more serotonin being produced in your body, which means more feeling good. And certainly that connects spiritually as well. Uh, there is a compound called phenylethylamine. PEA. It is the, sorry, yeah, phenylethylamine, yeah, PEA. Sorry, I had to remember that for a second. Uh, but that is the same compound that our brain produce, produces naturally when we fall in love or when we experience infatuation. So cacao is known as an aphrodisiac. Uh, it's known to increase libido. One of the ways in which it does that is through this compound called PEA. So you drink cacao and you feel the love. You feel like you're falling in love. And in this case, it doesn't necessarily have to be with the person, although it can be, it can be with yourself, your beloved, the other people that are in the room. But it can also be the sensation of just falling in love with life again. Cacao can help us fall in love with life. Uh, it's also the highest and most concentrated source of magnesium in nature. Magnesium is a coenzyme. It acts with uh, the enzymatic processes in our body. But I think there's something like over 700 processes in the human body that we know of that magnesium is a part of, enzymatic processes. So that's a big statement. Uh, that would probably take a whole day and a half to go into just magnesium by itself. But we know it's good for relaxing our muscles. It's good for dilating blood vessels, which also increases blood flow. It's great for digestion, mood, and it also helps us sleep. So there's a ton of benefits to magnesium alone. And cacao is the highest concentration in nature that we know of. There's more to it. 
but I think that's probably good for now. And I'll pass it over to you, babe, for the other piece of this. Dang, I loved that so much. Loved hearing you talk about the science. Well, I really love to speak also to the energetics of what can happen in your life when you take cacao and you sit with intention and you bring intention to your day. We always say cacao is in a way, while there is science, so much science to it and also so much history of people utilizing cacao um, for physical and emotional and spiritual healing and in ceremony. We always still say that it's in the most simplest way, a delicious excuse to just bring more intention to your days. We live in a society that is going fast and we put a lot of, we have a lot of pressure and weight on our shoulders to perform, um, pay our bills and all the different tasks and responsibilities and to do's in this rat race that we live in, you know, in our modern day culture. And coffee is a massive part of our culture as well as other caffeine stimulating, you know, beverages or uh, products so that it can keep us going, you know, keep, like keep us in the performance mode, go, 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 go. Whereas cacao is that invitation to pause. It's the invitation to set an intention. How do you desire to feel? What do you desire to experience today? What's really on your heart? You get to be introspective and contemplative and you get to slow down, even if it's for 30 minutes. And when you do that, Number one, you might realize that there are some emotions that need to be released, which is why many people resist sitting still. But when we have the courage to release those emotions or to bring love to them, we create space. We create space for more love and connection and bliss and adventure and prosperity in our lives when we release that baggage or we address that or bring love to it. So number one, it creates space through release. And number two, it gives us the pause to actually hear our soul, to hear our higher guidance, to hear our heart. If we're just going, going, going all the time, we don't even have a room to, to listen. And people think that prayer, so many people think that prayer is just like begging for the things you need. Well, really, prayer is listening. Mm -hmm. For sure, ask questions, but did you even make room to listen for the answer? Mm -hmm. Because maybe the answer is way beyond what, you know, your mind could come up with. And it's in those pauses that we receive the answer. And... Lastly, I think that a part of being human is, is our creativity, being able to create and express in creative ways. And it doesn't mean you have to be an artist per se, but just to live a creative life, live a fulfilled life, live a colorful life, live an adventurous life. You, you know, I, I embrace my creativity even just through cooking. It's, it doesn't have to look any way, but cacao, I find that because you're pausing, and you're releasing, you're actually creating more space to be creative and live in that, you know, alive space. So to me, that's the energetics of cacao in addition to the science. And one last thing I'll say on that is emotionally and spiritually and mentally, you're going to have much more peace, but also physically, because if physical illness is a manifestation of essentially trauma and uh, various experiences we've had, well, then, of course, we need time to 
process and resolve those inner conflicts, Mm -hmm. which create illness. So cacao is, of course, scientifically contributes to physical healing, but also on an emotional level, it contributes to physical healing. Yes. Wow. All the cacao power and cacao really does bring and bridge that gap between science and spirituality. And it is a plant that has been so deeply respected throughout history. And, you know, it was traditionally known as the Obroma cacao and the Obroma, the food of the gods, and has always been held in that way. And you both and what we are here doing is continuing to hold it in that deep reverence and bringing this into, you know, all the hearts. So yeah, cacao is, she's, she's a powerhouse to say the least. (laughs) And yeah, the warriors used to fast off of just cacao and, you know, that's the iron that's so good for our bodies and our hearts, the strength of the heart edition that you both have blessed cacao with this February. And in divine timing, we were all being call- called to have such strong hearts through this experience of life, right? And setting our our boundaries, honoring our fuck yeses and our no's and all the things. But yeah, cacao really holds so much power and cacao is a sacred plant as we know and we've discussed and elaborated on and would love to hear from both of your perspectives and and how cacao with a K is honoring this plant in a way that continues to uphold the sacredness of the plant and you know we know it's ceremonial grade and everyone's perception or like definition of ceremonial grade varies and alters from ceremonialist to ceremonial you know ceremonialist to ceremonialist so um it's an honor to learn through you both and yeah let's share with the community what cacao does with a k I think first I'll just set the record straight on what ceremonial grade means to us because in the beginning there really wasn't a fixed definition. Nobody was calling cacao ceremonial grade. And so even now there's so many different explanations for what ceremonial grade is and isn't. But I really feel like we created the most appropriate definition for what it is. So, yeah, or built upon it. So whether it's correct or not, I'll just share what's true for us. So. The first part about ceremonial grade, or the first thing I should say, is that it's the native strain of cacao. There are a lot of different strains of cacao, many of which have been modified and altered and changed by man at this point. So we're looking for that original transmission that Mother Earth created when she created cacao, the original strains that she created. And not only that, but the original strains from the original land from which cacao comes from. Because we know that anything that grows in a certain location, even just like us, when we travel different places, we feel different energy. Cacao, when it's grown in different places, has different energy to it. So what was Mother Earth trying to communicate to us when she put cacao in the northern portion of South America, Central America, Southern Mexico? What was the energy that she was trying to get across to us? So the first thing is 
native strains of cacao, also known as heirloom strains, from native lands, which is uh, the northern portion of South America, Central America, and southern Mexico. Cacao is thought to have originated in the northern portion of South America, and then it was taken to Central America and southern Mexico by the indigenous people of Mesoamerica many, 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 many years ago. It was actually traded uh, as a form of currency, if you can believe it or not. So that's why there's still that kind of royal energy around cacao. So that's part one. And the second part to being ceremonial grade is that we use the whole bean. So rather than taking part of the bean or breaking it apart and putting it back together at the end, which is what they do when they make chocolate bars, we keep both the cacao powder and the cacao butter together in the whole bean. We process the whole bean. And again, that's really with the intention of getting across that original transmission. We process it minimally, which is the third part, so that we are not disturbing it or we're disturbing it as little as possible. One pass through a stone grinder is really all we do. For our signature blend, we add the other ingredients. For our pure, that's it. We just leave it right there. And then the uh, fourth part, which I'll let Mackenzie elaborate on, is the integrity with which we handle the supply chain and the intention with which we approach the supply chain. We allow our farmers, we do direct trade, so we allow our farmers to set their prices. They get to determine how much their cacao is worth, which obviously takes into consideration their time and their sacred life force energy. When you get into big chocolate, that's not the case. Even fair trade, that's not the case. It's the industry that's setting the prices. When we work with direct trade with our farmers, they get to determine for themselves, which is part of honoring them and the ones that are actually tending to the land. And then we work with our employees or the people that we work with, let's say our partners, to be in a certain energy while they're handling the cacao as well, while it's being processed. So we're not just taking the cacao beans that show up at the facility and throwing them against the wall and dragging them across the ground and finally getting them to land in a grinder somewhere or actually methodically approaching it with intention because we know that eventually this medicine is going to end up on somebody's doorstep and end up in somebody's body. So we want to make sure that it's, again, not disturbed and honored throughout the process for what it really is. I'll pause there and I'll let you take over. Nice. Well, you really covered it all. In terms of the supply chain, obviously that's really sacred to us and that's why we are a registered nonprofit. And when people first hear about cacao, they come to our website like, whoa, why is this so expensive? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, because that's what chocolate actually costs. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what real chocolate actually costs mm -hmm. uh, when people are getting paid what they should be mm -hmm. paid um, to harvest this medicine. And there's a huge backstory to the slave labor associated with the chocolate industry, as with many industries. And if anyone is inspired to go look into that, they can. But we're really proud of the supply chain we've built and continue to nourish, both in Guatemala and Peru. We work with the Chuncho strain in the jungles of Peru and the Criollo, which is a native strain in Guatemala. And... Yeah, we're just so honored to be partnered with both of those strains. The one last thing I'll say about cacao with the K is to address the white and gold dragon that's on our packaging because that is another thing that does 
make our brand unique, right? When you work with anything, you're working with the specific transmission and energy of that product, the people behind it and all that. Our cacao is coated with the energy of this white and gold dragon whose name is Gaia. Mm. Gaia is the spirit of the earth and this white and gold dragon that is my main guide and a guide we've worked with in this entity with with cacao um really she represents so much she represents royalty she represents the divine mother she represents absolute compassion she lets us know and reminds us that we are so worthy and she also takes all of the burdens that we have and transmutes those on our behalf without asking for anything in return and she really symbolizes abundance Mm -hmm. and true true prosperity Mm -hmm. so we believe that when you're working with cacao with a k you're getting the transmission of unity Mm -hmm. and that is why we don't come from a dogmatic place or or even only devote to one lineage because we've been asked specifically by Gaia herself to be a representation of the lineage of Gaia, Mm. free from all division, free from all separation. Mm. And we know that there are so many people that have been called to bring cacao into the world Mm. because we're in the prophecy that Michael spoke about earlier cacao is making her way out of the jungle she's calling many 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 different light workers to bring her to different um i mean there are people in new york in corporate offices Mm -hmm. drinking cacao now Mm -hmm. and they're gonna go about it in a totally different way than you know a shaman in los angeles right so it's like you're we're seeing this all over the world Mm -hmm. And so we never say that our cacao is better necessarily. It's just a unique transmission that is true and aligned for us to bring through. And it all comes back to Gaia herself. Yes, Mama Earth has definitely communed through her and through both of you in such, such divine ways. And yeah, when working with cacao, it feels like this warm embrace from mother earth and you can feel the intention and the integrity that is infused into every single step of the process and the journey and it is such it's just truly such an honor to feel that and be in her energy that both of you have cultivated and birthed and been a transmission of so it's just so Mm, so grateful my favorite line (laughs) so grateful to be in receivership and to be a custodian of the medicine so yeah wow um and you speak to the unity that cacao brings up and cacao connects cacao clears and she moves in mysterious ways and integrates through our bodies connects us to the earth connects us to the plant world and the spirits of all different plants as you mentioned Mackenzie when you're walking in nature and you have cacao in your body and moving through you and I think Michael you mentioned as well cacao allows you to fall in love with life you quite literally start to 
recognize the abundance that is everywhere and within our bodies and within every ounce of the earth and how just prosperous this life can be when just walking the earth and our souls chose this experience. So to speak to the power of connection that cacao brings about, you know, we meet in ceremony and there's kind of been this rise of cacao ceremonies everywhere. And it's like cacao's being worked with in so many different ways. We're seeing every ceremony looks so radically different. And people have that creative freedom to sort of work with the medicine in a way that feels most divine for them. And to speak, I would love to hear you speak on the role of community in with cacao like and when I was writing and meditating on this question this might sound so basic but the word community come unite that just occurred to me as I was typing that word and it was like oh my gosh community come unite our energies and cacao is the perfect way to unite us so let's talk about the magic of community. <laughs> yeah, it is all about coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, that a big aspect of working with cacao is, mm-hmm. and I feel like it has to start this way, is your individual journey. Mm-hmm. Coming into right relation with yourself. Mm-hmm. Your own experience of life, your own past, your own history, your own emotions, your own trauma, the own, your own things that you're still working to resolve and evolve within yourself feel like that's where cacao starts at least that's what my journey was like Mm -hmm. and then from there you can extend yourself outward to others because unity cacao and and unity because we're all the same I know we're not but we are as human beings we're all having the same experiences might not be exactly the same like I might not be experiencing exactly what you're experiencing but if we invited a fourth person, they would probably find resonance with my story, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So we're all having the same or similar experiences, the human experience, and that's what cacao gets us present to. Mm-hmm. Why? Because cacao brings us into our hearts. The mind is what creates division. The mind is what creates separation. The mind is what tell us, tells us we're different from others. The mind is what says, I'm this and you're that. The mind is what categorizes and said, you go over there, you're over there, you're in that group, you're in that tribe. Mm-hmm. The heart doesn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. The heart only knows love and unity. Mm-hmm. And what I feel from you is the same thing that I feel within myself. Mm-hmm. We are no different, we are the same. So when we come together with cacao and we come from our hearts or drop into our hearts, we really do have this profound experience that, wow, we're all here on this human journey. None of us know what the fuck is going on. We're all like chaotic little freaks, just like a total mess, sometimes really put together, sometimes cheering, celebrating, jumping up and down, other times crying in a puddle on the floor. Wow, we all do that. Oh my gosh, what a a relief. What a relief, you know. And it just takes the edge off it all. Mm -hmm. and allows us to settle into that. That as much as we're here to work on ourselves and evolve and grow and become better people 
at the end of the day, we're never going to figure this thing out. We will never have the answers. It will be eternal mystery. Mm-hmm. And we can hold both. We can hold continuing to improve ourselves and the fact that we'll never be a finished product at the same time. And I feel like cacao really teaches us that through our individual work and through the reflection of others when we gather together in circles and drop into our heart space. The only other thing I want to add is you mentioned uh, cacao being partnered with other things and cacao really can be partnered with almost anything. That's one of the beautiful things I really love about it is if you're a sound healer, you can partner cacao with sound. If you do meditations, you can partner cacao with meditations. If you do workshops, you can bring cacao into your workshops, mm-hmm. drop people out of their head into the heart, have a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Cacao is so versatile. Mm-hmm. You mentioned corporate, Mackenzie. You can actually take cacao into corporate, have people do their same job, and what how they will be working on something will be totally different. Mm-hmm. They'll be coming from an entirely different place, mm-hmm. which means the effect of that work will also be different. So it's so versatile like that. And one of our biggest missions is, whether people are aware of it or not, mm-hmm. drop this medicine into their world. Mm-hmm. You know, So even if we went into corporate or a place like corporate America and we were like, hey, have this chocolate drink. It tastes delicious. And that's all we said. And people drank it before we went to work. They went to work. We would know that that medicine is working on them while they're at work and while they're working. Yeah, love it. And a couple quick stories just to kind of reiterate this community piece. Michael was mentioning how we really are all the same and that we all have a heart and that's why it does represent unity. There is a story I heard that I, that's a legend. I'm not sure where I heard it, but essentially there was this tribe that was going about its way. It had never seen conflict before. It just was a tribe fully rooted in unity. And along came another tribe that was more that was more um hostile and went into battle with it like basically initiated battle with this one tribe that represented love and in this battle the tribe that represented love um died and the two leaders of that tribe were a man and a woman and the story is is that they died, dissolved into the earth, and sprouted in their place was the first cacao plant and the first vanilla plant. Yeah, right next to each other. So it's just a cool legend, whether it's true or not. It really symbolizes, again, this tribe that was rooted in love and unity and free from conflict because they were really living in harmony with each other and with others and with the earth. But the only other story I wanted to share was that you know, when I first brought cacao to the world, it was what Michael was sharing initially is that it's this inward journey. It was teaching people how to have a daily cacao ceremony so that they could start to discover who they are, go inward, uncover different emotions and open their heart for the first time and come out of the head. But Cacao with a K, our company, didn't really take off until we started bringing people together. We were invited to host our very first cacao ceremony in August of 2017 for a group and um, in all places in Las Vegas. We were invited into this hotel room and to lead six cacao ceremonies in two and a half days. And again, in a random hotel room in, on the strip of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. 
Michael and I showed up having just gone through a miscarriage and yet we chose to still reveal ourselves and be seen inside of our tenderness, inside of our heartbreak, inside of our human experience. That set the tone for others to do the same. And in that room, something really magical happened. Everyone realized that we're all the same. Like Michael said, we all are going through the similar things. And while it might be a different situation, we all go through grief. We all go through loss. We all go through heartbreak, trauma, abandonment, betrayal. And we also all go through joy and bliss and adventure and connection and inspiration, all the full spectrum human experience. That ceremony, those ceremonies that weekend manifested our soul family. That soul family has now rippled out into the world and just sharing cacao one person at a time, right? And the soul family continues to grow and grow and grow and grow. That is the power of cacao. And that is the power of cacao with community. Mm. And community is quite literally everything. I've been saying that so much lately. It's like we have these unique human experiences and as much as they are so unique, they are so universal. Like we've, everyone has spoken on here and it's like when you sit in that circle in ceremony or if you're at a yoga class or wherever the heck you are, even at a concert, anything that's uniting all various energies and we sit across from each other and share a part of our stories, we all see ourselves within each other. And it's such a vital part of our existence on this human planet. Mm-hmm. And like for me personally, it took moving across country to find that level of a community And cacao is just one of the many ways that we can unite our energies. And it's just so much more powerful when we can drop into our bodies, our hearts, into that space of love and share love and be love and embody it. And wow. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that, I always love to wrap on this really quick. The auric exchange is everything. It's where we activate each other. It's where the transmission is. It's where the wisdom is. And that's where true transformation is, is in the auric exchange of others. And of course, we had to do our inner work. We had to be do the behind the scenes work and the quiet work and the solitude work. Yes. And nothing will ever be as powerful as what can be activated and mirrored inside of another person or other people. And I think a lot of times we shy away from that even because we're scared of what will be mirrored what about comparison what about fear of judgment fear of being seen fear of like being rejected well we need to face all of those things and the only way that we can face all of those things is by getting in front of others and just take the risk take the risk to let your heart open to others and before you know it while some people might fall away and some things might be uncomfortable and you might go through all these different initiations you will have your people that are going to support you they're going to stand behind you and that are going to help you in your mission on this earth yes (laughs) yes and we you know a lot of us in this healing and self-development space we hear that language around like the language of I'll meet my person when I'm healed, you know, or like I'm, I 
I have a lot of healing to do and then I'll meet that person. And there's this almost like glorification of solid healing and solitude. And as much as yes, like you said, we need that sacred solo time for sure. A hundred percent. And there's also so much, it's almost amplified when we are doing it together and understanding that, okay, this journey is not meant to be done alone. And yeah, so we could jam on that all freaking day. Um, I want to honor both of you for all the creations that you've brought into this world. Cacao being a birthing that you have just brought so much love forward through and you're both authors. And so Mackenzie being an incredible human and a writer releasing the book, how to lead a badass business from the heart. Holy I need to read this. I didn't know this. And I'm like, that is quite literally like the badass bohemian in a, in like a book that you wrote. I'm like, okay, let me, let me read this sister. (laughs) So I want to hear your expression of that book and how we can support both of these channeled texts and Michael, you writing the book, everything, sorry, Yep. Everything you never learned about sex, a book about sacred sexuality and using your sex energy. Powerful. Okay. Elaborate this, (laughs) elaborate on this a little bit so we can have these books in our hands and the knowledge that you both share and the wisdom you hold. So, yeah. Well, this is funny because, you know, when you write a book, then you change afterwards you know so it's always funny to talk about our books when we do because they were both published the same time three years ago and we wrote them four years ago five years you know so it's just it's so funny um but for me hmm what do I want to say about the book it really is about a special time in my life when I was discovering that there is a different and new way to go about business and entrepreneurship and creativity. One that is not from my head, but from my intuition and from connecting to something bigger than me. And so in the book, I talk about connection to the earth, connection to source, connection to soul, and also connection to my business, the energy of my business itself and having the conversation. And being in this curious, open dialogue and right relations with these, you know, things that are bigger than us, essentially, and want to come through us. So that's what my book is about. And I don't know if there's anything else to share about it other than I'm doing an event tomorrow night to actually continue on with those, like there's there's an unwritten chapter. And there's so much I've been through in the last few years that there's even things in the book that I would say differently or change. And I think that's the vulnerability of being creative and putting different pieces and art out there is that we, we shift and we change, but at the same time, maybe it's having a positive impact and I have to trust that. And the last thing I'll say about that is not only have I shifted and changed of how I see certain parts of business, but I've also changed as a woman where I'm not really focused on business anymore. You know, I'm more so focused on, um, what do I even want to say about this? I'm more so leaning back into our union, our family, nurturing myself, our union, our family, and the home, 
and allowing, of course, our creative expressions to shine and to nurture our creative expressions. But I'm not so focused on the boss babe version of me that I was so focused on before because I was so out to prove to the world that conscious business, heart-led business can also be you know, a multi-million dollar business, billion dollar business. Like I was out to prove that and thought that that was the testament that heart-led business could work. And then I really got some big lessons in that, that it's actually so much deeper than that and so much more rewarding. So pass it to my babes. (laughs) Yeah, Mackenzie's book really is extraordinary. And so if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it is about business, but it's also not about business. It's about a a very personal journey and the way in which our creative expressions, these businesses and entities that we work with Mm -hmm. can reach back and work on us and really transform us. So as much as it looks like we're out there creating something in the world, that very thing that we're creating is working on us Mm -hmm. and transforming us as a person. And it's a phenomenal fucking story, so you have to hear it. Well, we should have had you speak about my book and I speak about your book. That would have been better. But yes, just to say on that, it's, it is true what he just said. It's about letting our business or our creativity or our ventures be a path of transformation, just like we use our union as a path for spiritual and personal growth. Absolutely. And my book, Everything You Never Learned About Sex, Take Back Your Masculine Power and Use Your Sex Energy for Good, is really a message for men. It's less of a message where I am standing on a pedestal preaching and more of a message where I'm sharing my journey and how I became personally disempowered as it relates to my sex energy, my sexuality, and my relationship to women. Now, you don't have to be heterosexual to get something from this book. It just so happens to be that I am. So that's the framework for my story. Um, But I walk through and really hold men's hand through that journey of going back and revisiting the parts of us that are unfinished, these wounds that we have that get hijacked by our shadow and then expressed out in the world in these very distorted means and how we could begin to expand our awareness to see ourselves in that way, to see what's driving our actions, pull that energy back, keep it inside of us, allow that to alchemize inside of us so that we can be empowered in our own sexuality, and our own sex energy. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's important is because mm-hmm. our sex energy, our creative life force energy is the most valuable thing that we have in life. Mm-hmm. It's the number one thing we've been given. And what we devote it to, what we choose to give it to, is quite possibly the single most important choice we have in life. So, one, you better get in touch with it. You better know what it is, know what it feels like, know how it moves through you, know how it wants to move organically on its own, and then choose consciously where to apply it. Because what you apply it to, where you direct it, is literally what you're choosing to give life to. It's so easy to look out in the world and say, oh, I don't like this, or this should be different. Look how horrible this is. Well, what are we giving our life force energy to that's going to have that be any different? You know? Mm -hmm. And we only have so much of it. So choose wisely.
And then my piece on his book is, this is for everyone that has ever struggled with pornography, uh, the sexualized nature of our world. What is the phrase you use? Over-sexualized but under... What is that phrase you use? Essentially, it's like we, we don't access our true life force energy the way we're meant to, but yet everything's over-sexualized. And so this really helps, I think, men and women realize just how over-sexualized our society has become, but while we're also so disconnected from the true power of our sexual energy or our life force energy because we're constantly just giving it away to these things that actually don't even matter. And Michael just shares such amazing, potent, rich stories to restore right relations, in his case, with women. And therefore how that has impacted his life in a beneficial way from his career, his creativity and our relationship. It's just like, as a woman, it's the top thing, the most important thing to, and the the highest privilege and highest honor to be in a relationship with a man that I trust so inherently Mm -hmm. and that I know is fully honest and responsible for his own relationship to his sexuality Mm -hmm. and to women Mm -hmm. and so it's just so healing I think even for women to read oh yeah Mm -hmm. I think all beings on this earth could benefit from reading both of your books (laughs) no matter how much like evolution has come since that time the only constant in life is change and so like perhaps Mackenzie you'll birth I trust that you're going to birth another creation that's going to speak to the journey that you're in right now and the embodiment of the divine mother and the woman that you are and the feminine that you are and to speak to sacred sexuality the sex meaning sacred energy exchange that you know we are so disconnected from and you know I can only speak from a woman's experience but being like overly sexualized most of our entire existence is sexualized and to think that that means something about us and and internalize it it's it's such a journey and so to reconnect with our own sexual power and energy and bodies and understand the temple that we are is so powerful man or woman or however you identify yeah, so I just cannot wait to read both these books because I was like, holy shit, these badass beings are authors, okay. Um, <laughs> so we will close this out by asking the simple question, what's on your heart? What's on my heart is that I am so in love with you, Michael. <laughs> I love watching you share about cacao because we're just really in the presence of that this is our dharma. Mm -hmm. And while life has shown us that since day one, the last year has been a huge, like it's like just billboard after billboard saying, cacao is your dharma, you know, and then just even the last week. And then this moment for you to interview us right now in our living room in Sedona, I'm just really present to 
that this is that we're just right on track and I love doing this with you so that's what's on my heart I like teared up so many times as he was talking I don't know if you saw me but I was just like wow I'm so in love with you and this life and the simplicity of our dharma and it feels really good and just thank you for giving us opportunity to be present to that today and just come into gratitude I did see you tearing up and then I would have to like look away from you because if I see you tearing up, then I'm going to go there and then I lose my train of thought because <laughs> I just, yeah, it has been such a magical journey and it's been incredible to witness our own evolution inside of this. Mackenzie and I are both really creative people, so we're constantly like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, over there. Oh, wow, that would be fun. What if we do this? What if we do that? Oh my gosh, this could be a business. And to the point where sometimes our creation become our source of overwhelm. We're like, why did we do that? You know, it was so good before we just like, why didn't we just let it be simple? You know? So even yesterday, the topic of other creations around the table and we just asked ourselves a question, what would it be like? What could it be like if we just sideline any other creation at this point and just devoted herself, all of our creative energy entirely to cacao? Mm -hmm. What could happen? Mm -hmm. What would happen? Yeah. And so let's just try it out. Mm -hmm. Let's just see what happens. So that's kind of the phase that we're in. And yeah, really grateful to you because we've told our story a lot. Many times it's been on our own accord. We've hosted it on our own platforms or just come together and just the two of us and decide to share, right? And then make it public. And some people listen, some people don't, right? But no one has ever invited us to share it together in this way. And it feels very symbolic for where we're at in our journey right now. That this really is, you know, so many people begin speaking about things too soon or becoming experts on something when they were just introduced to it themselves. I'm not saying that we've landed somewhere. <laughs> Life is long and we have much to learn. We're always humble students. And we really have matured into this, into this experience, into the expression and embodiment of cacao. It really has become a part of us. It's not something we try. It's not something we're working to embody. It's like literally an extension of our being at this point. Mm -hmm. So it feels right to be getting to come forward now and give voice and language to this experience, mm -hmm. to cacao as a medicine, to cacao with a K, mm -hmm. and yeah, just get to talk about it. And so I hope to have many more opportunities to do this. I had such a great experience. It's always so emotional, you know, even telling the story and reliving pieces of the story. And it always pulls at our heartstrings just because this is all based around our union and sourced from our union. So, yeah, I really was like, wow, I, I'm really enjoying this experience and I would love to get to do more of this. Yeah. Love to continue to sit with people and share this story of cacao and invite cacao into people's lives because really that's what we're here for. We're here to crack the collective heart of humanity and bring people into their hearts and I don't know of a better way to do it than cacao, you know? If somebody tells me, I'll, I'll jump ship, you know, if there's a better way, but I have yet to find one. <laughs> this is the best that I know. So thank you so much for the opportunity.
Thank you, sweet souls. It's truly been such an honor to be with you both in real life, in real time. You know, we've sat in ceremony, we've been on calls, but to be in this sort of like very intimate space of your home and for you to open it up and allow us to connect on that deep level. I'm a Scorpio, so I only do depth. Um, I'm not available for surface level conversations, so this has not been that. So thank you. (laughs) You're both Gemini sons. Usually I ask more about human design and all that fun stuff, but we just went straight to the depths of cacao soul. So um, we're here for that. So yeah, thank you. Honoring both of you so incredibly much. Honoring the spirit of cacao and thank you for her medicine. Thank you to your wisdom, cacao. She has brought forth some beautiful expressed, beautifully expressed truths during this time we've held together today. So thank you, Mama Cacao. Thank you, Mackenzie. Thank you, Michael. Thank you to the spirit of cacao with a K. And thank you to the spirit of the badass bohemian community because you guys are some dope souls up in here. So it's really been such, such a journey. And our journey, you know, with in Cacao has really only just begun. So Cacao is ready and calling so intensely to be brought into the hands and the hearts and the bodies and the souls of as many, as many walking beings as possible. And, you know, humans being the only expression of life that cacao is actually meant for just speaks to the, the importance of this work and importance of this medicine. And cacao being an all-season plant also speaks to her abundance and how important it is for her to be with us and journey with us. So it's an honor to journey alongside you both and to learn from you and grow with you and alongside you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, we are... Thanking all the angels, the guides, and once again, because she can never receive enough praise. Thank you, Mama Cacao, for your medicine. Mm. Thank you. We love you. Love you, beautiful souls. And we can follow along the journey of Cacao and Mackenzie just tell us all the places okay deal so on Instagram at cacao drinking chocolate k-a-k-a-o drinking chocolate uh, we have websites flycacao.com is for the USA customer base we also have canada.ca we also have UK and Europe which is .co.uk and also australianewzealand.com.au that's all oh also we have a cacao hub which if you are a Cacao with a K customer, you can join us in the hub and Michael leads us in Sunday service every single Sunday, which is awesome. I sometimes lead, I guess every other week or once a month, I lead Cacao ceremonies as well. And we just have fun stuff in there to keep the community connected for free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, beautiful souls. And all the links are in the show notes. And I hope that you have enjoyed this journey with us here today. It's been a blessed time. And yeah, I hope you all have a magical rest of your day. Thank you once again, sweet souls. And namaste, my loves.
Ahoj.